Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 228. Charles number one podcast recorded in the basement. It's me. We're back the second week in December. We've got football on Mondays and Tuesdays. It's getting all kinds of crazy, but let's get jumping off to it. Crash, it's been a while. We're going to get to your wild reaction and hate later on, but first, let's intro to the people. How you been? Uh, good, man. Besides all the slander I've been getting on the message boards, uh, <laughs> we'll address that. But yeah, no, man, I've been good. I know I hadn't been available the past couple of times, so I'm glad we could uh, get together here. So I appreciate it. No problem. Glad you could stop by. Where can you be found if you want to be found? So Twitter's Alex McCoy10, and then uh, Instagram is McCoy2292. Nice. All right, and the man who's here 99% of the time, you'll see him in our reaction videos for the Panthers. We're trying to combat and keep Corona away, even though, Alex, we're taking a lot of heat now with people saying we're spreading Corona because it's just the same six of us watching Panthers games, so it's not just you as well. Duvall, man, how you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank you again for having me, man. It's 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 always a pleasure. Uh, if, if you're looking for me, it's, Rod versus Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram. All right. And for me, it's JRL Nation on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, the Beards Watch Podcast, and then our YouTube, as I mentioned before, is They See Me Rolling. You can find our brewery reviews, our reaction videos via Panthers games, via uh, picks, the Hornets first round pick with LaMelo. I think I want to put something together similar to that with the, this year's NFL draft, similar to what we did last year. We did the big Zoom call, but also maybe have some other people chime in there. So subscribe to that and find all that good stuff. And then if you're feel, really feeling crazy, go buy a t-shirt. But I actually, it just dawned on me, our guest may have been the one who dawned me J-Row Nation way back in the day on the Cedarfield Fields. I want to say it was him who called it called me that first and it stuck and I put it on the back of my jerseys and all that stuff. David, man, how you doing? I'm doing well, J Roll Nation. Uh, I don't I'll take the credit if you want to give it to me. I, I really I really do think it was you back in the day. I want to say it was playing, you know, like the Cedarfield football and stuff. I really think it was you who, who started that. That's all if for any of the listeners out there who haven't heard it and I'm sure Jacob's reminisced before but <laughs> my man my man right there if if football if scouts if scouts just came and watched you play backyard football Jacob would have been quarterback at Alabama <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not 100%. I've seen it too man <laughs> so yeah I, I've known David David grew up in Cedarfield right down the road riding bikes going to swimming the swimming pools like you said playing backyard football basketball, baseball, everything that you can do as a kid growing up just wanting to do. And we stuck, what, hung out all through college. And then, wait, you went to – I'm did, in Raleigh now. That's You're in Raleigh now, but where – did you go to yeah. UNC Charlotte? Uh, App State. You went to App. That's right, that's right. You went to yeah, App, but always um, – because David was a year younger than Duvall and myself and was still at Hopewell. Mm-hmm. So I remember coming back during my freshman year, hanging out with David a little bit here and there going to scare wins sometimes, all that kind of uh, good stuff. Yeah. So, But, yeah, yes. catch us up. You're in Raleigh now, so what are you up to? I'm selling software. Okay. Uh, been selling software for a few years now. Uh, Solar wind service desk plug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man, life's, life's been good. COVID life has been rough, obviously. Yeah. Um, but hanging in there, I I want to get back to Charlotte soon. Eventually, yeah. I miss it. Is sure. that is it? So is that the potentially you want to? As you just said, do you have like a time frame yeah. there? A year or two or no? No, it's it. It'll be job. If I gotcha, I'm in a good place right now. So until until I find something better, gotcha. You know, uh, but it's do the worst. Like don't give me. I, it's North Carolina. I love North Carolina, so it's still the same. But it's not Charlotte. Like yeah. you know, I can't just I can't just drive down to a Panthers game on Sunday. Yeah, I can't just go to a Hornets game on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Uh, we got the Bulls, but that's even you know, 20 minutes from Raleigh. Yeah. But, no, man, life's, life's good. I, I mean, I can't complain. So, yeah, because you were also – we would go back to when the Bobcats started and they were bad and the tickets were five bucks. And we'd oh. go to Uptown and you'd get a ticket. I mean, I mean, I remember going and getting a ticket at the ticket office for Bobcats for $5. And that was, to me, was wild. A professional sports team at the top of this game for five bucks. In in my my senior year in uh, 
out if one, I can't believe this is the first time I've ever been on. Uh, but I don't know if you, uh, if, I don't know if you ever had, if you've ever had Matt Roper on. When I was a senior, I bought Matt Roper had season tickets, and yeah. you know we were that bad. He didn't even want like when Rope doesn't want to have his own season tickets. You yeah. know, like when he's selling, yeah. yeah. that's when you know, we like, we hit rock bottom. I bought, but he so uh, for if what 40, 41 home games in a season, yeah. and I think I got the I got the season tickets for like two hundred fifty dollars, like two hundred twenty to like. Yeah, five dollars a ticket, and I was yeah. guaranteed. Like, uh, mm. oh man! And they those, always had the free giveaways, and and then the yep. sometimes when you wouldn't get those seats, we'd have other ones, and we'd sneak down through the uh, the sweet life. Like the you could, there was a bathroom at the Bobcats. It's still there because it's a Hornets, but there was a bathroom that you could go through in the general admission, and it would take you out into the suites. <laughs> Yep. So you could oh, go in there, and they wouldn't have a person manned, and we'd sneak in there. You'd go take a leak, and then you just squeak back in. And if you had scouted out beforehand, like, okay, five rows down, three in, there's three seats there for us three. Just act like you know what you're doing. No one's going to yeah. question it. And we got away with oh, a couple times. Oh, yeah, exactly. Look. But eventually yeah. they started posting people up because so many yeah. people were, were figuring that Not out. On. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be, well, back in the days when we really sucked too, they weren't going to pay someone to man every yep. gate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, sure. we only sold 100 tickets. Like, we're not going to have 50 yep. security guards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that was, I, re, oh, I do, I, I know that bathroom's still there, but I swear, I swear they locked. Uh, yes, the general the general yep. public door. So now it's like you can only get in yep. there from the. Street. They did. I did. They started locking it. I don't know who designed it that way to have it, but they did start locking it, or at least manning a security person there to make sure no one was sneaking through. So, but yeah, MJ, I feel like having any of that. It has to be for a fire hazard. Yeah, if, I bet it opens from the inside, but still. Yeah. What if there's what if there's a fire and you have to go in? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's get to it. All three of us do. Oh, Duvall forgot he was working out to send a response to the Lamelo thing, but we knew Duvall's reaction. He was cool with it. Crash, on the other hand, was the only person out of the seven or eight of us who did the video with the negative reaction. Now I want you to have the floor to. Defend yourself, defend your stance, and then right. we'll kind of, you know, if you haven't seen our YouTube video, we kind of just all reacted a different way. I spliced it all together. I didn't mean to put Crash first. He was just the first one to text me his video. So I just, as people send me the videos, I dropped them in the timeline and then pushed it all together. So he ended up being first and the first person who, and the only person who didn't like the pick. And yeah. people, the most comments we have are just people like, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Has he watched me lament? <laughs> and every time we get one, I send him a text with it, or this one I finally tweeted it out. So defend yourself. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I was surprised I went number one in the video. Because I thought for sure, like, okay, we're going to put some positive reaction into it. and you know. But regardless, I, I am here to defend myself because I've been slandered up and down these boards, and I don't know why. I will say... From the outset, I hope I'm dead wrong. I honestly hope I'm wrong. I am a Hornets fan through and through, born and raised in Charlotte. I want them to do well, so I hope I'm wrong. I am just personally not sold on LaMelo. I get where they were in the draft with the third pick. They had to, you know, they had to take him, right? He was there after, you know, I would have liked to have Wiseman. Would have been great. He wasn't available. I know that, but... Um, you know, I just don't know how good of a pro I think LaMelo is going to be. I also think that we are deep already in point guards, that we don't need another point guard. I understand he's six seven, And, you know, I really thought Devontae Graham played great last year. I think he's going to step up even more. I mean, Terry Rozier, is, he kind of is who he is at this point. So, look, again, hope I'm wrong. But I just, I just don't know that he translates to the program very well. Okay. And so that, that was my, you know, again, where we're in the draft, I knew he, you know, he had to be taken there. Yeah. I get it. Like, if you're the Hornets, like, there was no, you know, there were some other, you know, power forwards and stuff down the board, but it is what it is. So, again, hope I'm wrong. 
but I just <laughs> I don't see him working out. And then I saw him, you know, posting up his new custom grill he got and bought all diamond out today and everything. And I'm like, oh, well, here we go. So, um, you know, and I don't want to be. And I don't want to, like, rub it in all the people that are, like, hating on me because, you know, that means that the Hornets missed on another pick. But I just I just don't see it. So. Now, now the only follow-up I got, and I follow, I've, I've said this in a text message, who else yeah. Who else would you have taken? Or what would you yeah, have my, done? That's my, no. yeah. And then, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I get why they have to take him there. I'm not upset that he was picked because it, in the sense that you had to, right? It was one, two, three. You know, there were talks of trading up, you know, leading up to the draft, even an hour before they were talking about maybe going up and getting a Wiseman or something like that or going one or two. I get it. I'm just saying, I just, even if they had picked him in another spot, I just don't know that he's going to be a good pro. Okay. That's all that I'm saying. All right. Fair enough. And well, I think well, my reaction got taken out of context. Now I'm turning into a hater. So, <laughs> so, 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 Crash, I'm not going to all the way disagree with you because, um, and I've talked to Jacob, I, I, I wasn't, I was cool with the pick, kind of kind of like you kind of spoke to. But to be honest with you, I wanted Anthony Edwards. To me, I wanted him because I legit, I needed something. Now, of course, he has room to grow, but I felt like he, as a scorer, we need another scorer, and we don't have a scoring two guard. Now, LaMelo can develop into being a scorer. He's clearly going to be a great facilitator and if they want to have a one-two punch of him and Graham okay fine so be it but on the defensive end we're going to be a liability at least Edwards at 6-6 I think he played a little bit of defense he'll have to dedicate himself there too the same with ball but I just I was more of a fan of, of Edwards just because I felt like we need a two guard that's going to be able to score and as good as, as as decent as Bridges has played over the past couple of years, and I'm I'm good with PJ Washington. We need another wing guy that's actually going to be able to put up some numbers. Right. And I just don't see Devontae Graham kicking it to Lamelo Ball as him being a a, a prominent scorer. So that, yep. that's me. So so I, we just I, go ahead. Go we ahead. just we just signed uh, we just signed that All Star from the Utah Jazz. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Hayward from the yeah. yeah. <laughs> contract to get rid of a pump. Yeah. Yeah. I, whatever. It's it's loose. That's I I'll I kinda I kind of agree with I mean with with both you guys. I just don't I don't want to say it out loud, I guess, that I don't think Lonzo will be great or Lamella will be great because Lonzo. <laughs> but but dude he I mean like he's got he's got all the physical capabilities, you know, like and he's nineteen and if and if oh, man and if Michael Jordan just plays his dad and shuts him up one on one, the things. But I, I, I don't know, man. I think he's gonna be good. I think, and he, he at least, like, we're gonna Hornets will have games on TV now. Like, we're gonna have games on TV. He'll at least bring some exposure. And if he, if he can facilitate it all, and Gordon Hayward can actually knock down shots, yeah. Like, scary, scary Terry can hit an open three, and we could run him at the two. We we could run we could run Lamelo at the two. Like we could run the mellow at the three and, and even have Rozier and, and Graham on the like that's what I like. Like I mean he's six eight. You know, he could play yeah. he could play the one, two, three. I mean he could I guess he could play a very small four. But I think we'll have to see what they do. I think if we like I think we're just gonna run a really small lineup. Like yep. PJ Washington could play the five. Uh and then wow. play the four. But it's good. Man. If Oof. we went dude, if we went small and just ran, like just I if Crash and run like run. Just a couple people stay back, crash the boards and run. I think You're gonna have to score. Yeah, oh, can't, yeah. Can't, can't defend with that lineup. No, <laughs> but 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 like you said, to me the big thing was is how is Charlotte gonna get talent? One, yeah. it's draft a guy. Ball if if Ball is it ends up being a superstar, he's never picking Charlotte to come play at another point in his mm-hmm. career, right? Barring he blows it up and he finds a home and realizes it's cool. And two, it's overpaying for possibly over-the-hill superstars, which we did both of those. I mean, right. we always knew, like they, everyone said, yes, Gordon Hayward, they astronomically paid, paid over the ball for him. But that's how you're going to have to get guys here unless you're drafting guys and, and they realize, oh, Charlotte's a cool spot. Similar to kind of what OKC did when Harden and Durant 
and Westbrook were there in their prime. They drafted all them. Then they blew it up. We don't have to talk about if they should have done it sooner, later, whatever. But they would have probably all stayed had they won something, at least won a title. And then eventually, yeah, you have to break it up because you can't pay everybody. I mean, but, you know, I think overall it, they had to do it. Again, if yeah, if you pass on ball and you pick an OB top and you pick, that's cool. If they become an all-star, you're great. But at least with the ball pick, similar to what the Lakers did a couple years ago when they took his brother, hey, we took him. He's got the star power. If he flames out, that's on him. It's not on us. We yeah, took the guy. Yeah, yeah. And of course, with this with this whole year of pandemic city, you know, we really didn't have anything to judge off of any tournament from some of those under under the radar guys. And this kid literally hasn't even gone to school. He just he dropped out of school and just started playing professional basketball. I don't know yeah. if that's gonna help him in the real world, but at least that's all he's been focusing on is professional basketball. So True. you know. Yeah, and he's been playing against grown men for you know, since he was 15, like, yeah. that helps. I mean, because think of it, like, you know, so even if when we're growing up, like, you, when you go to the Y or to HYA, like, you know you're a better basketball player at 13 than that 35-year-old man, but yet he still beats you every time just because he's been doing it <laughs> yeah. so much longer. So long. like, yeah. How is like, how's he putting the moves on me? Uh, so I, we'll yeah. see, man, I... Yeah, it's tough. I just, I just want it to be good. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm true. with you. I, I do too. <laughs> and, and all the haters out there, like I said, I have been the first to say I hope I'm dead wrong. But um, you know, to your point about two point like star power, Charlotte has been lacking, right? And we don't really have the ability unless we overpay them yep. to attract a big free agent, somehow get a splash. So I like that. I mean, I don't love the contract, and I don't love that we're still going to be paying Nick Batum spread out for the next three years. But you know, well, it's just well, it's just this year and next year, right? Is Batum, yeah, and then yeah, he's done. Yeah. Is it? It's yeah, two. It's okay. just, yeah, it's this. So, so I mean, and and with this year with the pandemic, you don't know about the cap. The cap may go up a little bit. So, I mean, it's possible. I, you know, I don't know. The other but, thing is with with, with uh, uh, ball is. <sighs> I just don't know, like, you know, he was playing overseas, he was in, what, New Zealand, and Australia, like, I, you know, the, the level of competition is, I, I can't judge it, like, I don't watch it, I have no idea, you know what I mean, like, I watch college basketball and stuff, so, I don't know, we'll see, man, yeah. I hope, I just hope he comes in and lights it up, but I, um, you know, it's it, it's a risky pick. And, and like I said, yeah. now yeah. We, we have players on the team that literally any sec of the, of the, of the of the the state will buy a jersey, right? Everybody up in Lake Norman's buying the Gordon Hayward jerseys. Everybody yeah. down Beatty's Ford is getting the ball jerseys. So they've literally yes. they have created a team <laughs> that if you want to go to a game, you are represented. You got the white guy with the crispy hair pulled back that's gonna shoot the threes and make a couple moves. Hopefully he doesn't blow out his ankle and knee again. And then you got ball throwing on his grill. Hey like I said, Jordan watched his documentary, and he was like, yo, I can't take any more losing. We got to do something. And at least they're going out and trying. Right, right now, on. Right now, every move that Mitch Kupchak has done has kind of worked out. You know, I mean, letting Kimba go kind of sucked, but it ended up getting us to the third overall pick. Now, yes, yeah. again, we're going to have to wait and see to see how it happens. But yeah. with the – Not if, worth – not worth letting Kemba go, but I know what you're saying. Yes. I, yeah, but, yeah, but again, yeah. think about if we had paid Kemba the absolute max, would we have been any better? Would Devontae Graham have developed like he had? And yeah. then the and then the season gets cut short, and we're still stuck with the same exact team, and we can't go get a Hayward. We can't, you know, we're not getting a ball yeah. now. We're taking another swing at probably pick 12 to 16, maybe if we got. I mean, our usual spot. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, we did good with the. I think. I think our second round picks and then that trade for that Richards kid from like. I think this was one of the best drafts we've had in a while. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. even like the scary kid from Duke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really like him. Well, yeah. they said he was, he was like a top recruit coming out of high school. Yeah, and they yeah. said if the NBA, like you know, five years ago, he would have been a top five overall pick. But since the right. game has changed and you're not seeing the big bangers, seven footers down low anymore. He slid down the board, so I, I'm with yeah. you. I mean, a, a cheap center who Zeller's still going to start. It sounds like Biombo's just there because he's going to be happy with whatever he gets, or you know, yep. he'll, he'll do whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, 
he's not going to complain, and I think that's what they want, is just a roster full of guys who want to get after it. And I feel like they've kind of put that together. And, of course, they got pieces they got to fill. But I think it, at yeah. least it will be entertaining. Like David said, we've got, what, um, games in 2021 on TNT against his brother, the Pelicans, a couple times. So that exposure with a ball, with the mellow ball, can potentially get us more pubs. So. Yeah. 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 I, and I add to that. To kind of add to that, my bad, Brad. but to kind of add to kind of similar to what the Panthers are doing. We may not be where we want to be, but at least they're competing. And I think adding ball, adding these pieces, I think we got a lot of young guys that are really just going to compete. But Cole was just out there chasing the check. Yes. He wasn't really trying to compete. So at least we got rid of him. So at least we got guys that are really trying to compete. And I, I love the young energy, the run in yeah. and all that type of stuff. So I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of pleased with what Cupcheck has done and and you know the, the stuff like that. So, but go ahead, yeah. Crash. What'd you no, have? man, you took the word. I was gonna say I really like that we have a young core here. You know that we got to, uh, you know some young guys that have been out and are just they seem hungry, right? They seem ready to go, and so I like I like that. Um, you know, like again, I hope that provides enough context for all the haters in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just saw like, oh, I think so. you know, I'm. Just, hey, like I said, I didn't, I didn't suspect that video to get that many views. But I guess again with the Lamelo effect, it, it people have just googled it and searched it, and it, it turned out to be a, a pretty. Which another surprising one, we've almost got like twelve thousand on the Minnesota Vikings Panthers video, and I'm like completely blown. It's just funny how the ebbs and flows of YouTube. Some videos yeah, only man. get seven hundred views, and then other ones get ten thousand. So again, that's just a little hurt. A little hurt I didn't get an invite on that one, but, um, and, you know, it's all good. Hey, man, next next time. Next time. Hey, Dude, that's, we... LaMelo, LaMelo has, like, I think I think he, if, I, don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but I swear if you added up every player on our team's Instagram followers, all of them added up might equal LaMelo. Yes. Like, my, my man is a social media presence. I think it was something like LaMelo had more Instagram followers than the Hornets official team yeah. like their official team instagram so yes like i said oh the notoriety is there and the the eyes will get there if he can turn it into a, a legit player i mean the thing is is this is all he seems like he's done so until right. he washes out and he you know i feel like he's at least going to be all in on just playing basketball he's been doing it since 15 he dropped out of high school and then went and played with his brother because his brother was stealing shit in China and all that kind of crazy yep. stuff. And, you know, so at least you know, like, he's about ball. Like, it's yeah. basketball. Yeah. So. Unless he yeah. turns 21, tastes a beer, and the next thing you know. Yes, <laughs> and that can always happen. I mean, that's just the game we take. Yes. But let's just be clear. He's tasted a couple beers. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, oh, shit. No, he's not drink, he's drinking top shelf stuff. Now, yeah. The, the other thing is, unless once these restrictions get lifted and then he starts sliding over to Uptown Cabaret a little too much, then that's when we're going to start figuring out. Yeah. <laughs> this is good, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> hey. The breakfast, yes. Yes, we know the Uptown Cabaret breakfast is top notch, but. Damn, I don't think they've been serving breakfast since this pandemic started. Oh, and then you see with the new restrictions, man. Oh, it's, it ain't no big Oh, man. Nope. You just stay at the house. That's really about it. Stay at the house. Go to your friends. That's about it. That's it. Yeah, hop on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll leave it open. David, you're the guest. You got anything you want to chat about? Uh. No, that's I wanted to talk about the Lamelo. How everyone feels. Uh, I would like to hear a little bit more about how everyone feels about Gordon Hayward because I agree, Crash, with what you said about the the money. But I I also think like it's it's one of the biggest moves we've ever made. So like you said, at least we're making a move again. And I do I do think if he if he can be an all like if he can get back to that all star level, and maybe not this year, but if Lamelo develops, I think PJ Washington's gonna be good. Like, yeah. I think he's going to be good. Miles, even if Miles Bridges doesn't get any better, we know what he is. And he, he's not bad. Like, he's not horrible. Like, he could be a solid role player. I think I think in a year, I think next, maybe this year, but next year, I think we can make the playoffs, man, if, if the team gets right. And yeah. that's literally, that's if Gordon Hayward goes back two knees ago and <laughs> can start, you know, playing like he did in Utah. But I hope. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start by saying that I, I am – 
I'm not that not that mad with with the, with the pick. I, I of course wanted Hayward what four or five years ago when he was leaving Utah, and they you know matched us. But if he's even, and this is just me being honest, because he hasn't been nowhere near where he was in Utah when Boston, and that yeah. may have been just because of everybody around him still recovering from injury. You know, and then all those other young talent blossoming around him. I mean, he couldn't really see the floor. Yeah. So he may have one good game a week, but it's being shadowed by so many players. So I think if if he can be if he can be seventeen or twenty and six, seven rebounds, five or six assists, I'm yeah. fine with that. Because at least if we can get that consistency from him, we haven't had that consistency ever at the at the wing position. Yeah. Because nope. we've had everything from Kimball. So yeah. if we can get that, and Lamelo gives you, you know, eleven and eight, and Devontae Graham gives you another seventeen to twenty, and whatever they do in the inside, they give you here and there. I think we can legit be between that five and eight range, hopefully closer to yeah. the five range, as far as being a contending uh, playoff team. And that would make me happy, you know. And all that would do would just give us more time to develop. If we can draft a little better. And then you can sit there and say, okay, the Hornets are building something here. If they're getting four, possibly fourth or fifth, you know, best in the in the in the, in the, in the I said AFC, I'm tripping, but in the East, <laughs> in Tuesday the East, night football, man. Yeah. <laughs> if they can do that in the East, you may you may be able to get one of those second or third tier stars to kind of just come over. And if MJ opens up his wallet, which is hard for him to do, thank you. <laughs> You know, you know, I think we can do it. So I'm, I'm optimistic about what the Hornets have done this year. Uh, like I said, kind of what David said, this is probably one of the best drafts uh, that they've had in a long time. But I would say, as, as big as a, a splash Hayward was, the second closest to that was Lance Stevenson, and we saw how that worked out. So let's say the third <laughs> times is the charm. It was Lance, then it was Batum. So now here it is. So let's say third times the charm. Yeah. Oh, well, man. <laughs> the, the, the difference in those two, I'll say with Batum, it seemed like when we traded for him, he was on that last year of his deal. And then we yeah. made the playoffs, and it was like, okay, we probably should just let him walk and sign Max somewhere else. But we wanted to go for that magic because Kimba kind of got hurt in the playoffs. Al Jefferson got hurt. So it was like, okay, let's recapture that magic. And then – Al Jefferson never really recovered, and then Batum's just, just like, oh, I have to be the guy now? Checked out. Yeah, he checked out. He had his money. He knew it was all guaranteed. And he always seemed like the type of player that, like, didn't want the stardom, right? Like, he just kind of wanted to be the sixth or seventh man, but he was getting paid to be the one man, and he wouldn't be able to live up to it. And then the Lance Stevenson one, I mean, he just caught fire with the playoffs and guarding LeBron, and we were just happened to be there with, again, trying to – catch lightning in a bottle and it just didn't work out for the coach and staff we had and you know it's been a it's been very rare that we've had a coach and staff and players we've gotten that have actually meshed i feel like every time we get something somebody clashes with the coach and staff or the gm or whatever so i feel like now with this coach he's got these guys on the right path and we'll just see hopefully he can mesh the veteran guys with some of these rookies and i think hayward is kind of like that guy right like to Duvall's point, he balled out in Utah. Now, he had a crazy devastating injury in Boston, but maybe he's a small market guy. Maybe he likes not ha- – like that Boston history, that's a tough – you walk in that arena, that's a tough place to play, to see all the jerseys hanging sure. up there, the championship. He can come down here to Charlotte. Now, yes, I'm not saying we don't have fans and we won't give him shit if he stinks, but, it, hey, yeah, there's a lot less, lot less expectations yeah. down here. We don't have – we got, what, the Charlotte Observer? You know, like they, they've got <laughs> – They've got 15 newspapers, you know, 20 different news out, and all of them are sitting in that post-game press conference, yes. you know, asking them all. So that 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 stuff does make a difference, man. Like, if you've got to deal with 50 people asking you ridiculous questions as opposed to Charlotte, you know, maybe you probably you probably end up knowing all the beat writers for the Hornets, yep. you know? You just got to watch out for Rick Bunnell, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, you know, it's... I think it's going to be good. I am curious just to think about what you guys were talking. I was sitting here thinking in my head, like, what the lineups would be. So I think that's going to be interesting to kind of play with and see what happens and how they mesh because, you know, you have some – 
I don't want to say glaring holes, but you know, you, you have some where you, I, I think it's going to be yeah, a matchup. It's yeah. going to be matchup dependent in a, in a lot of ways, but um, it, it, you know, it could be a lot of fun, uh, but it could also be kind of frustrating. Well, I think too. Borrego kind of did that last year, even though the team wasn't as talented, it was ta- more talent deficient, but he would go matchup. He would, like you said, he would pull guys yeah. and start a different lineup depending on who they were playing. Now, a right, big thing uh-huh. to me, I think, is Cody Zeller's not the best in the world. He's not the worst, but he's got to stay healthy because if he goes down, then you're starting carry, which is still TBD. We don't know. He's a you know mm-hmm. rookie second round pick, and then Biombo. When Biombo gets in the game, it's just just bananas. It's like you know, it's just you just don't know. So Zeller staying healthy can be a big thing, but again, his thin frame banging up against bigger guys. But we don't have as many big any more Shaq yeah. Diesels banging around right. and Dwight Howard's banging around. I mean, you got your Joel Embiid's, but he's not necessarily a banger. He'll hit you with some, no. but he's more of a finesse guy, big man. We'll so, try. you know, I think that that could be, you're talking glaring holes, you know, if the front court kind of starts faltering. But to David's point, he said earlier, I did see something where they were playing P.J. a lot at the five. And I think right now yeah. this team and the NBA is – you put your five best out there, or your seven when you want to sub in and out, and just let them, like, it's like street hoops. You know, yeah. you, you got 15 people who show up, oh, these are my five, next five get winner, and you just keep rotating. You don't really pick by size or whatever, you just kind of pick your, and then, okay, you just run around kind of thing. So that's kind of where it's going to be, and if it can work, it can work, we'll find out. Yeah, I just said, man, Cody, I don't think Cody Zeller is good at all, but if you look if you look at his plus minus, and I bet even if you look like career, for some odd reason, man, when he's on the floor, like yep. he score more points than the other team. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> he doesn't. Yep. But, he's but like a some reason, he's like so an like, eight and fifteen. Agree, yeah, a ten and ten or eight and fifteen. That's what he'll give you. Ten and ten yeah, a night. He, he can get that. Like he can. He still has that motor in him. So I yes. think, like mm-hmm. to Duvall's point, like if everybody's hungry. And everybody's just like, all right, let's just go. Let's just go get it. You know, every, and just yeah. have fun. I think it, I do think it'll just be fun to watch. Yes. So I, I, I just want to uh, let the audience know, as well as the people in the Zoom, if you hear some screaming going on in my house, <laughs> my Carolina basketball season has started. For, um, and so that yeah. means my fiance is downstairs yelling at everyone to either get rebounds or make their free throws. Um, <laughs> so it, if you hear a bunch going on, it's just my fiance down there. So it's all right. I was good too. This is a big game tonight. Man, she is. Uh, yeah, it's it's scary sometimes, but yeah, but it's still so early, right? Like, think about it. this time yeah. last year, you were worried about it, and then we had no NCAA tournament. So, in the big scheme of things, it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you put that? They'll find a way to have it this year. They'll find a way. Oh, they are. They're they're doing the bubble in Indianapolis. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. Basically, their plan is right now that the whole tournament will be in Indianapolis. Oh, they're getting that money. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do like this. You know, the the four different divisions of the bracket. Are they going to go out to uh, Indiana University and play a section in it? But yeah, they're definitely they're gonna yeah they will have I mean they've had almost they'll have more than a year to figure out how to do it, but I do think yeah. yes it would be a bubble, which then gets us to the point where if the college athletes are in a bubble, I feel like they got at least make some money off of this if they're not really yeah. in college if they're gonna be in a bubble for like a month and a half. I mean, uh, yeah. So well, you know, you know, they got a stipend, man. So they're taken care of. Yeah, they got yeah. A <laughs> stipend. You know, that's true. And they're they're eating for free in the bubble. That's right. Yeah, Spend that's it all. all in yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely yeah, think that there will be a bubble in Indianapolis, and the, the, yeah, there'll be a tournament. It'll just be yeah. up up until there. You know, as we're going on right now, all of a sudden it's like, oh. So and so team got it, and you may lose a couple games here and there. Like DePaul got it yeah. last week, so they missed a couple games. But I mean, that's just kind of how will, you're gonna have to do it. It'll be an interesting road. I'm curious to see. You know, like football's going through it. They've somehow managed to somewhat figure it out. We haven't really gotten to the college football playoffs yet, so I think that's interesting. How that's gonna play out with you know some Big Ten teams playing four games and you know still being ranked. So. I mean, there's a little more flexibility in the college schedule, but I mean, that's a, 
it's a lot of people you're getting together in a bubble of college age, like expecting everyone to follow a protocol. I don't know. It's it'll well, be interesting. I agree. It's, it's 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 interesting too. Uh, when that big spike happened in college, it was when everyone went out for Halloween parties. Yeah. Like it was like two weeks later, and all those teams started getting hit. Halloween yep. was on a Saturday. You know good and well you can't tell any any person in college of 18 to 21, 22 that you can't go out on Halloween if it's on a Saturday. I don't care. They're going to go yeah. out. They're going to live their life. They're going to do their thing. But it's like the Panthers on a bye week, man. This that's what it. To the, all the bye weeks, the teams come back. They broke. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and to add to that, I'm – interested to see how they do New Year's because New Year's is people going to have New Year's parties and yeah. stuff like that. How is that going to affect college and then even NFL? Like, I mean, oh, people man. have that type of, you know, so, I mean, we're not going to play after New Year's no way, so yeah. it don't matter to us. <laughs> yeah. We got, the you Panthers know. got the one game on like January 3rd or 4th or something against the Saints and that's it and then we're done, which, so. Yeah, yeah which is probably why I have to kick which is why half the players probably got it this week. They were like, man, what the hell, man? We just lost yep. to Minnesota off yep. the bullshit. That's so, exactly what happened. You know, you know good and well, so, they lost to Minnesota, went on a bye week, and they were like, fuck it. I got to either call yes, up yes. I gotta call up some hoes, I got to call up something and relieve something. And then, lo and behold, look what happened. But they're like, look, you miss, I mean, there's four weeks left. They ain't going to the playoffs. What? I mean, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so but I will say, we talked about college football, though. How about the BYU Coastal game? I need oh, I need to see. I I hope this opens the door for more college teams who wouldn't never would never play each yeah. other to play each other because that oh, is man. like it's like pulling on the Xbox yeah. and playing NCAA football and we pick our own teams and we're playing teams that would never play. I mean, it was great, a great see, game. Man, that's I, what, I go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, that's I that's I was just gonna say I don't understand that because like. Uh, my whole under, I thought college football like you. I know App State like we plan like ten years out to play a game versus Florida or, or <laughs> Michigan ten years from now. Like you got to plan stuff, and then all of a sudden this happens, and they're like, "Oh, okay, well these two teams aren't playing. Let's just make them play tomorrow." Yep. Like, how can why was it why was it so like why was scheduling so hard? But now all of a sudden it's it's so. So I agree with you, and I even think it should because that's what we got lucky that. Both those teams were good. Yeah. But, like, if, if Coastal wasn't good, it would have been a, a shitty game. But yes. if you can manipulate the schedule like that, yes. if you see two, you know, non-Power 5 schools that are both undefeated, you know, 8-0, well, forget who they play week 9, put them against each other. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. 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 And see, see to kind of add to that, you know, like, as, as somebody that went to an HBCU, like, I kind of advocate for not only just like not non-power five schools, but smaller schools. So you got to think about it. Coastal Carolina, they've only been when the FBS what four or five years. So yeah. because of that, they haven't had that exposure. So I was certainly pushing for like, hell yeah, let them play them because that gives them so much exposure. It adds to recruiting. It adds to so much. And, you know, I, I was happy. I was in here. I was pulling for their ass, man. And plus, you know, they got this whole uproar on, the BYU quarterback possibly coming to Carolina, and I was just like, yeah, I wasn't too impressed, but that's neither here nor there. That's for another day. <laughs> but, you know, you know, but I, I enjoyed it, man. I Congrats to, to Coastal. I don't think that coach going to be there too much longer, but, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> congrats to him. Mor- Mormons versus mullets, man. That was great. Was good. Was, man, yeah. and it turned out – it was. I was. It was. Just, it was fun. Man. Yeah. It was fun, and it was a good game, which is another thing. You know, it came down to the wire. But sometimes I feel like there's just so much like this sanctity of college football, and you know, you know, we need time to prepare for this opponent and this and that, and you know, and I, I'd say props to both teams for just saying like, you know what, forget it. Like we want to play football. You know, we can't play what we were supposed to. We're on short notice. Let's just lace them up and let's go have some fun. Man. That, that to me as a fan was awesome, and I would love to see more of that. And I know, think, instead of- yeah, and, and to David's point, he brought up a good one as, you know, everyone's like, oh, we have to schedule these games 10 years out or whatever, and then all of a sudden push come to shove when money's on the line and they're up against the clock. All of a sudden, they scheduled it in like 60 hours or whatever it yep. was. And so, yeah, <laughs> so I don't like, no – 
no more ads and coaches can use that excuse like, oh, we don't have time, we don't do this because what uh, Coastal or BYE were preparing for somebody totally different, and they flipped around and did it. So oh, yeah. yeah, I would love, I'd hope, you know, almost to a sense, you schedule like week eight, nine, like open, and you're like, hey, yeah, whoever's there, yeah. let's schedule a yeah. game. And you can even do it two weeks out, even if they're eight and zero or seven and one or six and two or something, and then go for that because I just think it was cool to finally see something that you normally would only see playing a video game, NCAA fourteen, where you would play coastal right. against BYU, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, like and to the point, you could get to a, a, a spot where if coastal was butt cheeks and they got blown out sixty two zero, yeah, it's you know, of course, when it's Alabama playing Western Carolina, it's not yeah. as good, but. Yeah. You know, to to us, you just I just hope more ads and stuff look at that and try to schedule games that are outside of the realm of oh we're only going to stick to this particular area. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I, and it might be some of the solution for college basketball we were talking about too. Like you know, obviously you know Homer over here, Virginia Tech guy, uh, <laughs> but you know we our game got canceled in the beginning. And so we ended up playing Villanova, right? We just called, I mean, it was less than, I mean, it was like the night before. So we were already in Bubbleville, right? And we couldn't play on Purdue, yeah. I think, was the opponent. So, you know, Villanova, they called it like, you want to play? We're like, all right, fine, let's do it. So, I mean, it was just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, you know, the power of the, the pocketbook, you know, as they say, like it's forcing people to be a lot more flexible and try to figure things out. But, you know, as a fan, especially, we didn't have, you know, we had months of no sports. I don't want to go back to that. So, you know, I appreciate the appreciate the effort here. Well, there's, I don't know if we're ever going to go back to that because there's too much money to not be earned after so much was lost. I mean, you saw the NFL mm-hmm. push a game all the way back to a Wednesday. That was on Thanksgiving <laughs> to make sure they didn't have to, you know, add a week 19 and, and cancel. Oh, yeah. And not, I mean, again, there's too many pockets that – need to be filled personally yeah that, that i don't know barring you know something crazy out of this realm happening i think everyone's at the point now where it's like hey if you know you're you're signing the waiver if you're coming to play you're signing that waiver to you may get it if not then keep it going i still can't believe they got that game in though man that was i was just it, hell or high water it was happening yeah oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. That was so fun to turn on TV on a Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Exactly. You just flip exactly. it on. Yep. Um. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's just good stuff. Any Duval, I know you've always got something up your sleeve that you've been thinking on to ask and talk about. Oh, I actually, this this is this is way way off the grid, and this might be a. No, boy. no notebook topic, but I know as David's sitting there talking, he's sitting there talking about wings, and he's been eating wings. Um, in their prime, and then I've, I've been watching back to back weekends with just fights. In their prime, okay, George Foreman Grill or Air Fryer? Ooh. Now I'm, I'm thinking prime now. I so. And, <laughs> Oh. I, I just have a clarifying question because you yeah, know that's what right. I do. I always have a clarifying question. Actually, two. Well, one would be: Are we considering like air fryer prime is like right now? Right? Yes. Right. Yes. So, okay. so, so, so you're so just you're, so you're more saying like when George Foreman Grill was legit versus mm-hmm. air fryer. Okay. Like that the was next, like the mid '90s, early 2000s was the George does. Foreman. See, yeah. I, I might have and to. And I had one when I went to college. I might have to recuse myself because I haven't really used the air fryer. Now, I used the hell out of a George Foreman grill in college. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, the air fryer like once or twice, and I don't own one. Here's – I'm going to go with this. I've had – we have an air fryer now that my mother-in-law gave us because she ended up getting the air fryer plus the uh, the pressure cooker. They're all in one. So she just gave us the air fryer. They are big. The one I have is big. Now, I know you could probably get some smaller ones. And same with George Foreman. I had, the in college, that big deluxe joint that you could get, like, six to eight burgers on and all yeah. that. Did I, you get the one where you could switch the plates? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. oh I'm going, yeah. Kylie, this is a tough one. I mean, the versatility 
of the air fryer alone where you can literally put anything on it. Like, obviously, from your potatoes to, I'm seeing, you know, to wings, to everything, to I feel like a George Foreman was pretty much going to flatten everything you put on, right? Like, burger, sausage, like... You could put wings on it, but did you really want George Foreman wings? Like, so I, I mean, I've had a couple, but I, I'm with you. I I'm think I, you. I think I'd have to give it to a slight edge, split decision to the air fryer, just because right, of the I, versatility. All right, okay. I know I said I was going to recuse myself, but now I'm hopping back in because now you know I have. A, <laughs> so I was thinking about it more because, like you know, like I said, the question in their prime, right? So I had the George Foreman. I don't remember what it was called, but it had these like different, it was like circular almost, right? So it had like different grates you could put on it, right? So it had like some thin grates, that's thick ones. It had like a quesadilla thing, so you could like put, I mean, and again, I was using this in college, so, you know, the heyday, right? So I, (laughs) but I just like, it was more than a grill, man. I made so much stuff on that. And you know, you don't have access to it. So, Air fryer, I will say, like I've had some wings and stuff in there. It's pretty cool. It was good, but like I feel like you can't make a meal in the air fryer, right? It's like either a side dish or like a beater. You know, I don't know. So you're going George Foreman? I'm th- I'm going George Foreman. That's fair. Just on okay. Your nostalgia, but probably get some hate and some comments on that one too. <laughs> uh, you'll probably lead the podcast with it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just for me putting my two cents in. And, uh, <laughs> Man, I would be honest with you. I, and it's tough because I have a I have an air fryer as well, and I actually still have a George Foreman. Um, I'll be honest. As much as I don't use the George Foreman as much, and their prime, I'm taking the George Foreman because I can tell you, I've tried to have a grilled cheese sandwich out of the air fryer. Mm. That shit does not slap. Okay, like a grilled cheese sandwich. That's off fair. The air fryer. Okay, so. You know, so so I it's my thing is is yeah, you can't make as much off the George Foreman, but you could do you can still do a lot. Like you can still do your burgers, turkey burgers, hamburgers, whatever. You can put your cheese on there. You can do grilled cheese. You could do sausage. You could do bacon. Whatever you wanted to do. And I think just that mentality of when it was in my in its prime, shoot man, you couldn't. That's all. That's all I wanted. But. Air fryer still, it, it, it's tough, but I'm a, I'm gonna go George Foreman. All right, David. I, I'd have to go Javal. Yes, you explained it really well because I think I have to go the Foreman because the Foreman makes foods that I like more. Like if I'm, <laughs> I like I like that's the, important. I like a that's hamburger. important. You know, like I like I love a hamburger. You can make that on a Foreman. You can't really make that in an air fryer. But I will say. Cause I did my my mom just got me an air fryer last Christmas and I was like I want it I said I'd never use it I use that thing every day now because someone told me it was it's it's just a small oven yeah so anything you put so I don't I reheat it's the it's the best it's better than a microwave yeah for reheating stuff interesting like yeah yeah I it like I just I I'm eating wings tonight so I'm like the ones I don't eat I'll pop those in the yep. air fryer tomorrow morning five minutes and it'll be like they were brand new again. Yeah. Uh, hmm. But if I could only have one, I think I'm going George Foreman because it. You're right. Like yeah. I mean, you can't. Yes, you said that. I was like, yeah, I can't make grilled cheese in an air fryer. <laughs> but see, and, and and that's where like I, I can agree with you. If you had to choose one, I would probably choose the George Foreman. But I just know that if like. The air fryer, it's it's supposed to be what a little bit healthier for you because you're not using the oil. You're spraying it down with oil, so you're not dipping it, but you're still getting that fry crunch and taste. And I do get with David. Now it is a it is a pain to pull out and to fire that thing up. And all the former was super easy. You plug that sucker in, bing, bing, bang, bang, and it was going. You had, make sure you had your your drip pan down there to catch any any extra excess grease and everything. But overall, I'm still going to go, I think, I mean, like I said, both, it's a tough one, but air fryer, because of so many, you can, it is better than a microwave. If you have, if you don't have the time, if you have the time, throw it in an air fryer and go, but they're both, it's very close. 
but I'll be, I'll stand on the island there and go and go air fryer on this one right now, just because it's the hot item, hot item. And Foreman, though I like the, you know, you can do it's all flat stuff to me. Everything's gonna mm-hmm. come out flat. So, mm-hmm. so let me let, let me ask you, air fryer experts here, and so now I'm intrigued, right? So like I didn't realize all the things it could do. Yeah, so, add it to your oh, Christmas so list. Go ahead and text your yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, you might want to. You might want to. You, you, yep. you need to let the fiance know now. Yep. Air fryer. Yeah, he said. Now's the time. All right, cool. But I'm saying, so like you're saying, it's basically like a small oven. So like I, you know, I understand it's pumping in air. Like, could you throw in, you know, pizza from the day before? Yep. Throw that in there, and it's still, yeah. like what's What's the limit here? Is it just have to be like crispy? No, there's listen. There's no limit. There's somebody. There is somebody. Crash. There's somebody on TikTok right now who literally they just air fry something different every single day. Jerryanna will send me. Will show me stuff. They'll just pop in like an avocado slices and they'll air fry it. They'll like they literally air fry some different food. Avocado bites. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. So they so they use the air fryer every day and do different food. So you literally can throw in like any food, and that's where I'm going with air fryer, just the versatility of it. And now it may not come out crispy clean. I haven't done a lot really. We've just made you know potato wedges, tater tots. We did. I did reheat some wings in the air fryer next day, and it does come out. Almost to like them coming fresh off the grill or however you like them out the out the fryer. So I, Jacob, I throw I'll I'll put broccoli in there. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I've done like, that too. Like that, like uh, like vegetables and stuff. Because like you lost me, you lost me at broccoli. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. I mean, like any anything. Like like you throw some potatoes, carrots, you know, whatever in there. Like it. I guess it depends on the size you're here for. Like I got a little one, so yeah. I couldn't fit whole slice of pizza but if if you could fit a slice of pizza then it would and it would it would heat that pizza up in like three minutes as opposed yeah. to a 20 minute pre. all right, all right and, so I and you get your, be my your bagel bites or your pizza bites if you you know if you don't want to go whole pizza yep. you get your pizza bites yeah. from the from the store and boom i've even done corn on the cob in there Ooh. corn on the cob has worked for me Ooh. Ooh. corn on the cob Ooh. i've done like like different like green red peppers and onions when I've done like you know like instead of sauteing them I throw them in there mm. bring them out to put them on like a little like a little veggie wrap or something yeah, yeah. alright so here's I think this is gonna break the tie for me alright cause like on a Foreman grill I know you can make a nice like panini sandwich like a press sandwich you know you can melt some cheese and get some meat alright could you take a sandwich put it in the air fryer no it turn out I don't know how it's gonna turn out it's not gonna come out like. Yeah. That's why I said. Yeah. That's why I said that I can't advocate that because the grilled cheese. There's a way that the George Foreman melts the cheese on your grilled cheese. Out. Okay. Now the right. air fryer is not gonna melt the cheese. Yeah, same. because but it's because yeah. the George Foreman's bringing the gravity down on top of it yep. and squishing. Yeah. Air fryer is just picture a deep fryer, but it's just it, it's a basket. And it just basically, but it's fried by air by you spraying the basket with a spray oil, and it fries it in there kind of like an oven per se. So yeah, you're not going to yeah. get the squish down that you would on a George Foreman. So yes, that is going to be yeah. different. Now I haven't done it. Duvall's done a grilled cheese, so obviously he's he's experienced with that. But again, what if you if you doubled it and you just took a George Foreman, hit that for a little bit, and then finished it off in the air fryer? Then you got something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get to get the crispy, I ain't even gonna take it off. The, I ain't even gonna take it off the George Foreman. As soon as it come off the George Foreman, it's going in my mouth. Yeah, no pun intended. Pause, pause, Duval, pause. They, pause. Came, they, came, they came out really bad. <laughs> 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 really bad. <laughs> <sighs> you know what's crazy though is George, like what, what thirteen? Like all thirteen of his kids are paid off yeah. of that. Yeah, like for the rest of their lives. Man. Yeah, residual. Yes, just and you know, he, think about it. George Foreman made so much. Like he made those mini grills. Then he had like actual like outside grills. So he had yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's man. He's set, man. He made more off of George Foreman grills than he did box. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And they're still selling. I mean, people are still picking them up. Like you said, yeah. if you're in college, I feel like you at least got to have a small one for one singular sandwich because you're not you're not going to have an oven per se. You're not going to have. A, you may have a microwave, yep. but even then, a microwave sandwich is not going to be as good as you know. Throw it on the foreman. So, but yeah. But if you're fancy, if you fancy, you gonna have an air fryer. 
But yes. I feel like I feel like George Foreman crawled so that the air fryer could walk. That's right. Yep. That's, That's right. right. All right. So well, I'm gonna hit up Amazon as soon as you we should. Hang up this you call. should. <laughs> <laughs> so Damn. so David, I'm gonna text you. I'm texting you right now pictures from our notebook. You're gonna okay. look at that. I sent you three pages. Uh, pick a question that is not checkmarked and ask it. Read it out, and then we'll all answer it. Remember, you have to answer it as well, and then we'll, that'll just spawn off another conversation. So this is our uh, Warehouse Distillery Wine Under the Bridge Escape 109 notebook. While David's picking, I would usually read our uh, housekeeping on our Pick'em League, but since there is a game about to start, and then oh, I think it just started, that we'll wait. I'll wait till tomorrow to do that, but. Crash, you were you were kind of hanging down there in the twenties, I think. Man, it's been uh, yeah, it's been rough, man. You know, this year it's, uh, oof, I don't know, it's tough. <laughs> um, because you know, I was looking, you, you're the all favorites team, right? It's, I felt like I was really picking. Here's the other thing: I hate that it tells you the percentages right underneath the pick, right? Because <laughs> it, it's it's misleading. It, it is misleading because you see something. And in your head, like if I had just looked at it plain, I'd have, I don't know, I might lean this way or the other, but you got 97% green on Yahoo telling you this way. And I play fantasy football on Yahoo, so I know that those rankings are shit. But I, but they mess with your head. You go with it anyway. So I think that's what's throwing me off. But uh, nah, man, I, you know, middle of the pack. In a pandemic year, I'll take it. Uh, that'll be my excuse. Because I think I wouldn't be any better in a normal year, but I'm just going with that. <laughs> All right, David, you got a question? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I'm, I won't read out the one that I almost chose because uh, <laughs> it looked like a good one. But then I then I saw that last page, and it was tilted sideways in the picture you sent me. And as soon as I tilted my head, I saw one word, and I was like, ooh, that's a question I need to answer. And what everyone else has to answer. Uh, and it was Looks like it was submitted from Bridget, but it was, what is your favorite uh, noodle? Yes. Your favorite what? what? Your favorite noodle. And so I, Ooh. one thing, one thing I've been eating a lot of during quarantine is pasta. Yeah. Uh, so I am big fan of noodles. I, I guess I haven't had that long to think about it, but in the time, in this 30 seconds to a minute, my head has gone a lot of places uh, to a lot of different types of cuisine. But now, as I continue to think about my answer and, and just kind of ramble, uh, I think I have to go oh, back to, to my original thought, which was the spaghetti noodle is my favorite noodle. And okay. it's, it's versatile because it can be used in, in just the generic spaghetti and meatballs, which is classic. That's my favorite food. But you could also use the spaghetti noodle for butter noodles or for, for pesto or Alfredo. So it, it's versatile. So the spaghetti noodle is probably my favorite. Mm. Off the David's theory of the first thing that kind of comes to your head now, a close 1B for me is going to be that thick, like, circular noodle that, that's usually in mac and cheese when you go to, like, a good barbecue place the, or whatever. The CC's noodle? Yes, the CC's noodle. That's it. Oh, that's that's my – Yes, the spiral. That's my, that's my, one, that's my 1B. But to, to go just from top, I'm going to just – because it, we're talking mind games earlier. With Alex was saying with Pickham, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Garden Rotini because I feel like I'm being healthier when I eat the red and green and the white pasta. Because I'm like, yo, I'm, it's not all carbs. It's it's, it's vegetable pasta, man, because it got colors in it. So that's that's my one because it just it, it mind plays me like, no, I can have three, four bowls of this because it's really yeah. not regular pasta. So that'll be it. Love it. Yeah, I think it, it definitely depends on, for me, what you're eating. So you gave two, I'll go two. And this is totally, I'm assuming this was a Bridget Ansborough question. Yes, it was. Uh, it sounds right. So, and maybe she wants me to feed the ego here. I will. So she, she makes, she Bridget makes a fantastic pasta salad. Um, and it's her, it's her mom's recipe, I believe. And, um, uh, so, you know, Miss Ansborough makes a great one, too. So she uses bow tie pasta typically, I think. Um, so big bow tie for, like, pasta salad. Like, oh, man, it's so good. And sometimes the tricolor noodles, too, in there you can throw. Yep. So mm -hmm. big fan for that. Uh, like, if, I don't 
don't know. I would say probably just the penne noodle for like if I'm just having pasta and some sauce and stuff. Like I'm a big penne a la vodka fan. Um, little Brooklyn South action. Okay. Up in, uh, so yeah, go with that. All right, Duval. Okay. Well, well since y'all still add twos, I'm gonna do two. I think I said I'm three a, actually. So. You did say three. <laughs> you did. So, so I'm a, I'm a branch off of crash, and I'm gonna do the canadian noodles for one because they're kind of versatile. Um, because you're able to, you can do those in a pasta, and then I actually add noodles to like my like my tuna salad or my chicken salad to kind mm-hmm. of stretch it to make a little bit more of it. Um, Ooh. And, yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. me some ideas, man. This I'm is... sorry. I'm sorry. We need but, to chat but, after. <laughs> but then I also do the elbows because the elbow noodles are good for like mac and cheese and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. You know, so yep. so you give me those two and I'm good to go. Okay. You ever put any pasta in the air fryer? I have not uh, done that, but that that sounds ooh. Yo, you Jacob, you mentioned those those the twisty noodles, the ones like they used to have at CC's. Yep. Do y'all and I don't know if they're still at Taco Bell, but Taco Bell used to make those cinnamon twists. They still do. Uh, so those cinnamon really? twists are literally it's one of those squiggly noodles dropped in an air fryer, taken out, and then covered in cinnamon sugar. Really? I'm buying one. Yeah. Buying one tonight. It's happening. I did not right. know that. So you've done it. Have yeah. you made that? No, I. I uh, How did, is that I, possible? No, I used to know a kid that worked at Taco Bell. Those uh, the noodles are just little flimsy things. So when you when you drop them into a hot air fryer, they just explode. Like puff, they puff yeah. out. Yeah. So it's like I guess it's like flash cooks because like uh, I mean you know like when you like a spaghetti noodle is a thin plastic, not plastic, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a thin hard noodle. But then when you when it cooks, it, gets, it like absorb. I don't. So I guess it absorbs. It soft, yeah. Whatever, yeah. But it, it's. I thought that was a. Uh, that was fun to and so it's Taco Bell actually has noodles back there somewhere. I don't know if they can probably call them noodles or what they have to call them, but so I'm gonna get an air fryer tonight and I'm gonna be I'm gonna cook everything like you were talking. Yeah, about. I told you. I'm gonna make my own videos. Just put some random crap in there. There you go. I, I, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you, man. Like I, it's it's been amazing, man. Like I do salmon, I do chicken, shrimp, whatever. Like like you name it. And it, and you gotta think about it. Like I'll come back from doing whatever. I throw it in the air fryer, go shower, whatever, come back down, it's ready. All I gotta do is take it out, drop it in, and I'm good. And see, mine, just because I know I know David was talking about different ones, so mine has different racks on it. So you can find different Uh-oh. ones that have racks on it. So like Ooh. I can throw two things in it. So I'll throw salmon on the top, and then I'll throw like broccoli on the bottom. And then if I boil a bag of rice for like ten minutes, I go back, I come down, my rice is done, my salmon is done, and my broccoli is done. So then there it is. And then there's no the there's no mess with those air fryers. Like it's clean. Every, no, is, no, it's all contained. Yeah. Yeah. You just all you gotta do is just run it through the uh, the washer the, the washer or whatever, yeah. and then drop it back in there. You're good yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm already sold, man. Y'all, y'all you know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I wanna you you got to you, you got to now. Oh, come on. Now. <laughs> Want certain racks on mine? I yeah, mean, I, you got. I, yeah, I now like, you go go do some research and then send yeah. the link to your mom or whoever needs to get you a gift when they asking what can I get you this year for Christmas? Just zoom zoom them right over there, whichever one you want, and then you're good to go. But it's definitely yeah. it's definitely at least worth the try to have one. I yeah, will yeah, say yeah. I will say the most overrated appliance right now is the pressure cooker. Yep. Because I, and I think that's why I was hesitant about the air fryer. We had a bad experience with ours. I, I just haven't used it. We got a we got a pressure cooker last year for Christmas. Jerry and Iwana, her mom was like, "Sure, we'll buy you one." Uh, Cheeks was actually over last time we used it, and like when you make the chicken, it just came out like rubbery. And then we tried to make like like a pasta with it, and then it kind of just came mushy. And on top of that, you're scared because you literally have a bomb that you are brewing in your kitchen. <laughs> Because it's literally, that's it. Like when people make homemade bombs, they go buy those pressure cookers to put those, you know, and make a bomb. So that is on top of it. You're like, if I just twist this the wrong way, am I going to blow everybody up? And it's just huge oh, yeah. and it's in the way. So I will say that's the most overrated. Definitely, I'm not yeah, a big yeah. air uh, pressure cooker guy. No, I'm with you. I think that was probably leaving a bad taste in my mouth. No pun intended. Yeah. But yeah. We, we tried like a pot roast. Like, oh man, this is. This, this contraption's amazing. It'll yep. make everything, you know, real tender. And we're like, man, it was like a 
brick. We yeah. had to cook it like yep. three times, and it's yep. like, man, yeah, I would over. rather like because that's where I know people were like, oh, you can do chili in like twenty minutes. I was like, yeah, Ugh. but there's something special about making chili and letting it sit yeah. there and smelling yeah. it over like you know the and eight to twelve together. hours and simmer it and, and and you know moving it around and all that kind of stuff. Where I find like takes the the joy of the cooking kind of out of it. So can't cheat, and that's can't rush it. Jacob, I've been seeing some of the stuff you've been smoking, but it's, oh, yeah. it, there's you you can't convince me something like a, a chili is a perfect example, but like no way it's going to grab the same amount of flavor in 20 minutes as it can in eight hours or sitting overnight. Yep. Like there's no way. I don't. It's just there's no way that's going to happen. I agree. It's, it just doesn't. It just mm-hmm. doesn't taste. It just doesn't taste. Have the same taste. So yeah. All right. Well, anybody got any final thoughts, final words before we send it out? They'll go hornets. Yeah. Yeah, man. All my haters out there, you know, I just want to thank you. You're keeping me fueled. Uh, uh, hey, we're, we're on the same team, right? So, yeah. Yes. Hey, hey, Crash, man, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, Crash. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got on the message boards. I need to start responding, but, uh, you know. But what I what, but I, as I as I told you in in my text I said hey it's I always enjoy if we all responded the same the video wouldn't generate as much interest so I appreciate you at least having one person go and, and it was a genuine reaction that's all we can I don't yeah. want someone to not like Lamelo and respond the wrong way just to give me a negative reaction so I'll take it we keep it going and then like you said we'll have something to laugh back on if in five years he's a perennial all-star and took us to the championships, then we can just play your bring it on. video over and over <laughs> and over again. If he washes out, yeah. then you can just replay us saying we, we like the pick over and over and over again. So, Yeah, I mean, real quick, too. I mean, listen, you know, you called me out on Twitter, showed me the hit. Totally fine. Guys I watched the draft with, my fellow friends, you know, big Hornets fans I know for a while that had the same feeling I did, all of a sudden were crickets on Twitter. <laughs> They left you out and hanging out the drive. I tagged them. I was like, hey, I know I'm not the only one that had this thought. And yeah, man, left me, hung me out the drive. It's a lonely world over here, but we'll see. You got to uh, make yourself one of those KD burner accounts and just hype yourself back up. Start trolling them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, did you you guys know I'm actually. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, David, thanks for stopping through, man. Really appreciate it. We'll have to have you on some more. Good yeah. conversation. Uh, let us know when you're back in town in Charlotte and all that good stuff. Yeah, will do, dude. I appreciate you having me. No problem. And stay on a little bit after so I can get a quick picture to put on all the social medias. But, of course, thanks yeah. to Crash. Thanks to Duvall. And we'll see if uh, if Crash has been listening and knows how to end the podcast. So, Crash, how do we end the podcast? Peace. <laughs> <laughs>